0: I'm building this justification. I'm building evidence. I believe it to be true. Is it true? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You know?
1: (laughs) Welcome back to Open to Truth, a podcast all about exploring big ideas and discovering truth together. My name's Clint.
0: Hey, I'm Tony. Welcome back.
1: And today I wanted to... uh, Almost take another stab at a conversation mm-hmm. we were just having uh, amongst us friends, uh, also one of a local listener of this podcast and just our, one of our buddies. Mm-hmm. And we were over at a, a wing and a pub kind of establishment having a discussion about knowledge.
0: I and- sensed you weren't thrilled with how it went.
1: No, well I was more just disappointed in myself. I didn't feel like mm. I articulated it well. So okay. I just wanted to take a m- even more public take 2. All right. Stab. <laughs> okay, um, okay. And you know, it's the topic of knowledge and and particularly skepticism, mm-hmm. those who doubt that human beings either can or do know very many things at all has been a concern of thinkers for millennia. In sure. so yeah uh, not trying necessarily to end that squabble today but um i would say that the, the skeptical sentiment is fairly pervasive around a number of different at least domains of human thought mm-hmm. um so maybe we can just outline some of the like what might be the standard view most people Think that they know quite a bit mm-hmm. about the world. Not necessarily that they have a, a, lar- a large body of knowledge, but mm-hmm. they do know quite a bit of stuff. Like they know that they have a car, mm-hmm. or they know that they have hands. They
0: know their address. They know, yeah, mm-hmm. lots of stuff they know.
1: Things about the external world that they would encounter in their everyday lives. There are ordinary knowledge claims. We, we use that language all the time, like that we claim to know things mm-hmm. and we use that colloquially. Um, <clears throat> so that's at least, uh, at least some reason to take this seriously. Like if, if the skeptical claim that human beings either can't or don't know quite a bit of those things, we have to really kind of reframe how we talk about things, how we envision the world. Mm-hmm. Knowledge pre- seems Pretty central to how we Navigate
0: yeah, very useful. Our lives, right? Very I useful mean- for survival, you gotta know some stuff Gotta know about tigers if you wanna avoid them mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true actually you Might be able to do that on instinct right. <laughs> When confronted with a tiger But yeah, in general our, We are all trying to build working models of the world So that we can figure out where we are and how to act isn't it, That seems mm-hmm. right to me um, Yeah yeah, You're inti- upset with how I phrase that.
1: No, no, no. Oh, I'm just thinking about um just that phrasing of working models. Even that
0: Even um, that that's not as confident as knowledge.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. It's a more It's of a, a hypothesis. It's a more pragmatic like if it happens to work, I'll, yeah. I'll just I'll believe something. I have beliefs and they either help me or don't help me get toward my aim, my my ends or mm-hmm. my goals. Um but I think knowledge at least as classically envisioned and sought after something a little bit deeper, more than that, like being acquainted with the world as it really is. Like there's this there's this separation that I have as a conscious observer and the outside world, and <clears throat> there's a state of knowledge that I can become acquainted with it in the right way or that my mental way of cognizing things is somehow – accurate is lining up to the way the world is is
0: that different than just saying your model is correct in that um instance it the, is the way l- the way you're thinking about the world happens to line up with the way the world is your model is correct
1: That it is different than saying that
0: help me understand how so
1: because knowledge so the the standard philosophical definition of true of knowledge mm. is tripartite there's mm-hmm. three parts uh it requires belief that belief has to be true and you have to be justified or warranted in your belief so what you just described is just the truth condition so is it doesn't it just matter that you're correct that does matter for knowledge but it goes beyond that i need to be justified in my assertion so suppose i just told you right now the I don't know what if this is in fact coming up but the Cavs Knicks basketball game will end with the score of 100 to 99 the Cavs win. I just I just spoke that out yeah. into the ether. And lo and behold if we were to watch the game in a couple of days suppose that that was the final score. Yeah. And I said, "Aha, I knew it all along." Yeah. And you would say, "Hold your horses, mate." No mate, you didn't. You didn't know that. You were right. You were correct. But it's, uh, not, that's not a valuable mm-hmm. mental state at all. Maybe you happen, it, it was a good working model for maybe I put some money on it, and I actually won some money. Mm-hmm. But none of that
0: uh, doesn't get you to knowing it.
1: It doesn't get you to knowing. There's something, I think, worthy of its interest and valuable in itself to have knowledge. Mm-hmm. And what was missing there was I wasn't really justified. I didn't have good reasons at all for that assertion right um i just kind of guessed or i was clairvoyant in some way in that moment
0: justified true belief
1: justified true belief
0: maybe i struggle with um maybe i struggle with the timeline of things okay on that story you didn't know what the football score was going to be or the Cavs score whatever Mm -hmm. you uh you made some guess that turned out to be right mm-hmm. for it to have been knowledge you needed to be justified you needed to believe it and it needed to be true but the true piece doesn't get revealed one way or the other until the game actually takes place do you know what i'm saying well, like that, you make the claim on monday the score mm-hmm. will be 100 to 1 i know it to be the case yeah. let's say you do on your view somehow you're justified and you do know this I don't see, or at least I don't, I don't see how you get the truth piece until Thursday when the game gets played. And then we'll find out if you knew.
1: So maybe we should pivot away from a future-based example. Okay. Because now we might be running into what we've done on another episode of whether or not future tense statements are truth-apt at all. Right, right. So maybe let's, ta- it have let's a table that up. one and, okay. I don't know, go with something. I, I'm wearing blue jeans. I know that I'm wearing blue jeans. Mm. if you can see on youtube Mm -hmm. uh, you might also
0: feel like you have that that. bit of knowledge as well
1: (laughs) Uh, so you believe it you have this attitude in your mind of accepting or holding uh you're justified you might say in in believing that because like your visual apparatus is working you think that um the cameras we're using are correctly picking up the images here, and I, I, this isn't a figment of your imagination. Mm-hmm. You're not being fed. You're not a brain in a vat, or some evil demon isn't tricking your neurons into thinking you're seeing this. Like, yeah, just that dude that's talking right now on YouTube. It's wearing jeans. Yeah, I know Clint is wearing jeans. That's that. I'm just saying that that's the standard view mm-hmm. of knowledge that we would all kind of be on board with present tense doesn't have to do with the future and in fact is likely about the past
0: yeah i'm just having a hard time teasing out the difference between the justification that you have there Mm -hmm. and um how you go to figure out whether or not it's true those seem like the same process to me so like you make this claim i'm wearing blue jeans Mm -hmm. uh he believes it okay ticks that box Is he justified? Well, I look down, I see blue jeans. So that kind of justifies you. Okay, should we find out if it's true? Well, I look down, I see blue jeans. So it is true. See how these two are the same exact process? Like the process you use to be justified is the process you use to figure out whether or not it was true. Am I understanding that right? It seems wrong. Something about that seems wonky. I'm not getting the distinction there. Uh,
1: The truth condition...
0: I'm I'm asking how do you know it's true? Well yeah, that's the that's the just How do you know that you know?
1: Uh those How'd... are those are different. Okay, all right. We'll get the, there. The the justification and that's where I think we were hanging up. Hmm. That's that was the hang up at the pub. The justification process just is that process by which you try to ascertain whether something's true. That's the hunt for evidence. That's the gathering. That's the subjecting your Mental apparat, your sensory apparatus. You're wondering, like, am I high right now, or drunk, or being hallucinating? Well, no, I I really am experiencing blue jeans right now. Mm -hmm. The truth condition is kind of separate from that. It's mind independent. Okay,
0: that's what I needed. It
1: either obtains or doesn't obtain.
0: Yes. Right.
1: So that that is not dependent. Whether it's true is not dependent on your that whole justification, justification process. or whether
0: you believe it. Yeah. It just is, or it isn't.
1: That's right. And so this is helpful because I think, because the skeptic who thinks that we either can't or don't have knowledge about a great many things actually agrees with this concept of knowledge. They agree that knowledge is, is justified, true belief. It's just that we're one of those consistently fails and it's usually the justification part mm. you think you have good enough reasons for these things but you don't right so suppose um i think this is we can tease this out by noting kind of how sometimes the term skeptic can be a little bit slippery mm. a lot of us use that word as like <clears throat> oh that person's uh, i'm skeptical of that decision which means really just you're questioning I have or some doubting. doubts about it yeah right That's not quite what we have in mind, or at least I don't. Um, You can also, sometimes it's, let's say, in the realm of ethics. Because you can be a global or a limited skeptic. A global skeptic would be, we can't and don't know anything at all. Mm -hmm. A limited skeptic would be maybe like on individual domains. Like, oh, we can know things in math, Mm -hmm. but we can't know things in religion. Right, okay. Or we can know things about... uh, external world and there's chairs and there's people and there's computers and there's lights but you can't know anything about ethics Mm -hmm. so there's all sorts of different kinds of skepticism that we just need to be clear about what we're saying let's take the ethics case you could be there's two different types of skeptics here let's say there are ethical truths we just can't know what they are they're Somehow outside of our cognitive grasp or we don't have the right machinery to pick up on those or whatever the story is, we can't ascertain what they are. Or you might say, actually, there are no ethical truths and that's why we can't know them. Mm. Those are very different. Yeah, yeah. That second one is not <clears throat> what I'm interested in because that's more a claim about metaphysics, what, um, whether there are or are not moral facts Mm-hmm. Uh, and that leads to us not being able to have ethical knowledge whereas the former one is more epistemological yeah, or having to do with our facts. justification and knowledge and yeah hmm.
0: and when so okay um, so which form of skepticism do you want to I want to look at the one look at that
1: uh, where we can kind of agree that there are truths out there to be to hmm there are mind independent truths it's just that human beings are somehow unable to grasp them mm-hmm. grasp them, and there's a few arguments that people would typically use so i mean normally you'd encounter these like maybe in a philosophy class but i don't know you could encounter this kind of thing um in in certain discussions like and and why I think this matters not only for our or, like just preserving our ordinary language and talk of knowledge like there are a lot of important ordinary knowledge claims that you would want to hold on to like I know that I have hands oh my goodness I know that I'm married I know that I have children mm-hmm. Though, these are the kinds of things under assault from the skeptical arguments yep as well as even broader maybe if you're from a religious background I uh like in John seventeen three in the New Testament, uh, this is eternal life, that they know you, the mm-hmm. one true God. Mm-hmm. So like part of the sumum bonum, the great good of man, knowledge is wrapped up into that. Yeah, And so these skeptical arguments threaten to undermine this. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's worth investigating.
0: And we, when you use the word no, you don't mean certainty, right? Or do you?
1: I I personally do not, but that I think that is the flashpoint. Yeah, of the discussion.
0: I like I walked away from our meeting, our lunch the other day, thinking I think it is just coming down to how we use these words. Maybe, Mm -hmm. um, like maybe we just need a new word or something. If you don't mean certainty when you use the word no, because I think colloquially most people do mean that. They mean if you know something you can't be wrong about it but you've said just a moment ago you it can turn out to be wrong you can be wrong about something that you know right you can okay that's where i get lost and i think a lot of the audience will get lost as well okay so because i think colloquially the way we use the word is if i know something i can't be wrong about it i guarantee it i promise you i know this um now we do all maybe we don't always like how can I say this? I have beliefs. There's a lot of things I believe and act as if they're true, but I am not certain and I could be wrong about. And I actually think that's where most of, that's the way, hmm. like, yeah, again, it just depends how you're using that word. So do
1: you personally feel like you know very little?
0: The way I use that word, yes. Because wow. because I do, when I say I know something, I mean I'm certain about it. Yeah, And so because but you, like, <laughs> I am not certain about, Many things
1: that you have a son.
0: Um, yeah, I am certain I have a son.
1: Oh, you are certain?
0: I mean, I think so. <laughs> I don't, I'd, um, okay,
1: think about it. And, and maybe, and again, like back to, or not again, just with the colloquial part or like how we use the language. Yeah, that c- it can be misleading, I guess. Um, because cert- I don't know, I think people might use certainty differently. Certain mm. is like the highest form, the the highest epistemological confidence level. Yeah, confidence level you can get, mm-hmm. which is airtight. It's certain. Cer- yeah, if you're it- certain about something, you can't be wrong.
0: Right. And so, okay.
1: Now, there's maybe this is helpful. Hmm. I would say there's a huge difference between psychological certainty and epistemological certainty. One is a feeling of like I feel really strongly about this. And the epistemic certainty is more like take your feelings out of it, the strength of your reasons, mm. and with like w- with certainty, I can tell you that two plus two equals four. Mm-hmm. Just by dint of what the meaning of those words are, it has to be true. I'm certain. Mm-hmm. If I'm wrong about that, everything goes out the window. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, really. Yeah. Um. So, although like there are madmen that can be psychologically certain of a great many things, some who claim to be the archangel Gabriel <laughs> yeah. and are in fact not, yeah. But I would say they don't have epistemic certainty. They, their reasons, don't their their justification meter doesn't go all the way up to one hundred percent. What the ordinary view is trying to preserve. Is that we don't have to reach the 100% mark in order to claim that we know.
0: Yeah, and maybe that's. Um, how does that not just come back to like, we should use this word differently? Like, because I, I, um, I have no problem saying to the skeptic uh, who asks, Do you know you have a son? Well, technically, no, I don't know. I could be a brain in a vat. I don't know, you know? You, great. This could be the matrix. Maybe I don't really have a son. I'm certainly having the experience of a son, and I do believe that I have a son. So I'm acting as if I have a son. And that's a long-winded way to answer somebody who says, do you know if you have a son or not? Mm -hmm. But I guess that's what my answer would technically be, is Mm. I, I don't truly know. I could be wrong about it, but I really do think I do, and I believe I do, and I act as if I do. So... That, that's how I want to use the word. That's how I want to talk about it. But you're saying I'm using the word no wrong there. No, no, no. Okay. I'm not. Okay. Uh, well.
1: Well, maybe. I, I do. Like, well, if that's... If, but, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's in line with like, there are other views <laughs> that would say that that's the exactly right way to parse this problem. It's mm. called contextualism. Oh. And that view says that uh, depending on the context of the discussion... The meaning of the word "no" changes, and that's, that's how to solve skeptical worries. So when I'm talking with my friend, my then I do know that I have a son. But, in but the if philosophy I'm talking to a skeptic who's going to be a dick, then I'll I be technical. I don't actually. know. I don't view that as a genuine, interesting
0: solution. I mean, well, I, I offer it because I don't know if there's a genuine, interesting problem. <laughs> that's why. Like for somebody who is a contextualist, this is this whole thing is a non-issue. It's just a matter of how we're using the words, right? That's why I want I
1: started with like and maybe I'll try
0: I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. I know this take two, you want it to be better, <laughs> and I'm just I'm putting the wheel um, No, this. This is
1: helpful for me to like take another yep. try to be better about this. And maybe I'm just it's not right, you know? I was trying to cast this vision for there is this legitimate good. And again, like and maybe you're right, maybe it's a word thing, but the state of affairs of my mind mm-hmm. and how I'm thinking to actually to, line to up with in the way cord. the world is. Yep. And it's not good enough for me to just say I'm acting as though I have a daughter. That sucks, dude. Like, I do have a daughter, though. And I claim to know it. I don't want to just... It feels like cheapening of that great value of knowing to just to capitulate to the pot just because there's a possibility that i'm a brain in a vat oh you're right maybe i don't i don't i guess i don't really
0: know oh
1: well wait i've given up the diamond in the rough way too quickly
0: but i when you talk about this correct me if i'm wrong the great good of the mental furniture aligning with reality that seems uh like phenomenology. Like there's a texture to your experience of a child that you don't want to lose. You don't want to give up by saying, I don't technically know. What do you mean, man? I really do know. That is my daughter. My my willingness to capitulate to the skeptic in a classroom doesn't in any way undercut the realness of my relationship with my son day to day and how I uh, perceive it and think about it. Um I don't know if I am losing out on that great good that you're talking about. Mm. Like from a first person perspective, it's almost just an annoying academic capitulation. But like, uh, like maybe we can go, can we go here? Maybe this would yeah, be helpful. Yeah. Properly basic beliefs and planting guard and stuff like, and like for, for the skeptic, until I'm confronted with a reason to think I might be a va- brain in a vat, I'm justified in rejecting that hypothesis, right? Isn't, doesn't the ba- properly basic belief argument go something like that? Yeah. Um
1: but it just seems like you've you are seeding some ground by giving them the word no and maybe that just sounds like too annoyingly linguistic but I'm but to me it's not just a word that word is meant to capture something valuable about being in touch with reality it's like one of the pillars of philosophy as a discipline. There's the ethics, how should I act, mm-hmm. metaphysics, what's real and what exists, and knowledge, epistemology, and can I be rightly related to the stuff out there or am I totally trapped in here and I don't know which way is up?
0: Uh, I don't know which way is up.
1: Knowledge. you're You're genuinely acquainted and... Um, aligned with the way the world is, with your mind. It seems important. Yeah, it and does. And again, again, maybe and it, to deference to the skeptic, uh, it could be that we really don't, that's not a thing that can happen. You know, that's what they claim. You don't know any of these things. That's an impossibility. There's something jacked up, basically, about the way that you are or just the way that uh, justification works that you can't ever...
0: Well, maybe not jacked up. Maybe maybe it's um, the limitations of your apparatus. Like like we got these five senses, or more than that, but however many senses we've got, there are some realities we're just not uh, in touch with. There's some aspects of reality that we can't pick up on now. not doesn't, doesn't even enter our sphere of consciousness because we're not picking up those radio waves. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So... It is hard for, uh, yeah, it's hard to imagine that we could ever tell the big story of what's actually going on, Mm -hmm. given how limited our apparatus is for gathering info and data. We're very limited to this. From a human perspective, here on this rock, here, it really seems like, you know, I'm such and such tall, and I know these things, but that's all relative. and, um, and, And I guess maybe the problem is we don't know what we don't know like couldn't there be some aspects of reality that we haven't bumped into at all yet that could upend our models of thinking that we are flesh and blood humans or like um mm-hmm. i just I, I i do sympathize with the skeptic i guess i do sympathize because there's this whole there's a whole set of unknown unknowns things we don't know about Mm-hmm. That we don't even know what they are, that we don't know sure. about. You know,
1: R- right? Okay, I'm following you.
0: Um, and that seems unavoidable. That seems like it's baked into our limit, part of our limitations of being human. So I just I want to give the skeptic credit where credit's due. That I don't know. I don't want to just hand wave and dismiss that things could be very different than they appear to be. I mean, physics is constantly surprising us by flipping our intuitions on their head. Qu- quantum entanglement and wave-particle duality, that sort of thing. It's constantly challenging our intuitions. So I just want to leave room for the possibility that things are are just very different than they appear to be. But they appear to be this way, and I am here, and I do need to make this life work. So it's like... um, Well, I'm... Please. I I agree with you. Yeah. Oh,
1: man. Um, And I think that's... I want to like present this picture that that's consistent with making claims knowledge about claims. knowledge. So let me hmm. um, let me throw this at you. Mm-hmm. This is from a classic epistemology text. This is called the certainty argument for skepticism. Okay. If uh if S knows that P, so S is a subject. If Clint knows something about the external world, that chair that Tony's sitting on is red then Clint is absolutely certain of that chair being read. But no one is ever absolutely certain of anything about the external world. Therefore, no one knows anything about the external world. So that first premise is connecting the concept of knowledge and mm-hmm. absolute certainty. Yeah. And I take it that that's kind of how you are thinking of the word knows. Like to deploy that word is of such gravitas that you are certain of it.
0: Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. in my internal lexicon, those words are synonyms.
1: Right. And I think, how about this? So another way of recasting that is if, if I know that P, whatever proposition, then I could not be mistaken about P. Is that what... Yeah. Like I could not be that's wrong about. That's how I it. want to
0: use the word. Yeah. Okay.
1: And I think that's when con- when you said earlier like that's where I'm getting tripped up when I said yeah, like I know it but I could be wrong about. Yeah, it. Yeah. I that, hate that. H- I hate that, man. Okay. Let me throw- If you if
0: you could be wrong, don't tell me you know it,
1: man. So here's here okay, <laughs> let me try this. Here is an analog, like a similar structured sentence. Yeah. Uh if Paul is a bachelor, then Paul could not be married. Yeah. So the problem with you so you're saying
0: yes. That's true. If Paul is a bachelor, then Paul cannot be married. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: So this Cause is Because what it
0: means to be a bachelor is that you're not married. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Connect it. I mean, expose me for the fool I am. No, no, no. Please.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying that that the this certainty principle about knowledge and this bachelor thing trades on a modal ambiguity of could. If then statements, whenever could's are involved, mm-hmm. are like really complicated and weird. So, Paul, uh, Paul could be married, though, if he found the right gal. If Paul is a bachelor, then Paul could not be married.
0: Oh, could not be married. So, what are we? I thought it was like, like Paul is not married. Isn't that what it was saying?
1: Well, that's what I'm saying about knowledge. If I know, then I'm not wrong. That's the falliblest claim. But we but the certainty argument is saying if you know, then you can't be wrong. I I could be wrong, but I'm just not.
0: Just like with the bachelor. Retrace it, man. You okay. I, I got lost there when when the script flipped from Paul is not married to Paul could not be married. I'm wondering if I just misunderstood that. Mm-hmm. Was the question asking if Paul is a bachelor, then he could not ever be married? Like because that's different than mm-hmm. if Paul is a bachelor, then he's not married.
1: That is different. Yeah, and I think that that's the skeptical argument is f- feistily tinkering with that ambiguity. Mm. When you when you say if I know that P, then I could not be mistaken about P. It's true in the sense that by definition, like we talked about earlier, justified true belief. If you know it then it's true so like if you knew then you couldn't be wrong about it cuz it's Cause true
0: it's true right that's baked into the knowing
1: yeah but it but p could have been otherwise it's it's contingent you know it's contingently the case i i could be wrong about that just in the same way that if paul is a bachelor yes it's true in virtue of being a bachelor he can't be married But Paul himself could be married at some point.
0: I feel really dumb. (laughs) I know, you keep presenting it like, and then now the light bulb's going to go off and it's just not happening for me. I'm just like, no, if he's a bachelor, he's not married. I get it, Paul's a free agent, like he could go get married, but then he wouldn't be a bachelor. So, I took the question to mean, hey, there's this guy, Paul, Uh, if I tell you that he is a bachelor and that is true that he is a bachelor, then there's no way he could be married, right? Yes, that's right. If you are true about, if it's true that he is a bachelor, then he could not be married. And you're like, yeah, but after we told that story, Paul could go get married. Well, that would be different. Then he wouldn't be a bachelor anymore and he would be married.
1: I want to say that that we can tell that same story about knowledge. So... Or how about how about this? Um Let's divide we can divide up all the things in the cosmos and we can put them in two boxes. Okay. Things that could be married and things that could not be married. Paul, I want to say Paul is in he could be married. <laughs> is in the could be I'm going to put him in the could be married box. He is not married though right now and the, and he's a bachelor. But he is squarely in the could-be-married box.
0: Now, as in like, he is the type of thing that is capable of marriage? Is that what you mean? Yes. Okay, then it's the way we're using could. I think so. Yeah, okay, I got you. And, and so
1: the skeptical argument that says, if, if Clint knows that P, then Clint could not be mistaken about P. Um, Clint is in the box of, actually, I could be mistaken about P. I could, but I'm just, I'm not mistaken, just like I'm a bachelor. So then the idea would be that the, we should not be convinced of the certainty argument that says, if you know that P, you can't be mistaken or you have to be absolutely certain, but no one's absolutely certain about anything. Therefore, you don't know anything that's the skeptical argument that threatens to undermine all our treasured Mm-hmm. Knowies. mm-hmm. And I think it just hangs on this uh like m- m- the philosophy term like, modally ambiguous sentence where this how if then statements work and yeah. could and yeah, yeah. and
0: what that's referring to um yeah that's what's messing me up. Mm-hmm. There's different ways to interpret the sentence, I guess. Right. I just, I don't feel like I'm giving up as much ground as you're worried about giving up.
1: That's the part I'm... Okay,
0: okay, skeptics. Yeah, it might be a demon. Okay. But it's probably not. And I don't, That's not worth me thinking about until I'm confronted with evidence that it might be.
1: I agree. No. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Now we're on. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I agree with you, but you're willing to throw in the towel on
0: knowledge. Yeah, you can have that word if you want. That's fine. Doesn't change the way I live.
1: But hard to find a different word that like <laughs> helps the issue
0: like it, uh, do you feel like a lot is diminished going from true i mean I'm true
1: a- it's it's true that i have a son and i have really good reasons for yeah. thinking of it no no
0: yeah yeah but um do you feel like a lot is diminished from i'm i'm 100% sure i have a son to i'm 99.9% sure i have a son could be demons could be brain in a vat small chance but like i'm very it's probabilities i'm very very confident that i have a son could be wrong might be wrong maybe it's demons Mm -hmm. but look i'm pretty dang sure i'm gonna say that i know
1: that's my view yeah that's That's, your view (laughs) that's what i'm saying (laughs) you just at the very end you're like i'm gonna say that i know I agree with you. You should. Which
0: is how I do it colloquially, and then when I'm pressed by a skeptic, I'll say, "Yeah, you're right. Technically, I don't know. I'm not certain." Yeah, yeah. But to, I'm just wondering. And, if, and so I Is this all just a big semantics fight that do- we don't need to have? I'm wondering.
1: That's like I, sh- in- I can't fault you there. Like that is a that's a major view in this space. Okay. Um, called con- the contextualist, contextualist view. Then maybe that's. Maybe that's where. Maybe, maybe you're that's where I am. Maybe that's, that's
0: okay. where I am. <laughs> The, where I struggle with the, the JT bit, justified true belief bit, and I don't know if this gets too meta or too convoluted, but the, the knowing that you know bit becomes mm-hmm. tough for me. Because again, going back to the, your justification and the, again, the, whether it's true or not is mind independent, but whether or not you know it's true, whether or not you know you have the J, the T and the B, h- how do you know that you know? Um, all isn't all you ever have the belief and ju- finding justifications for the belief, because um, ha- the justification you are you ever, truth
1: indicators, it's, right? Yeah,
0: right. So how can you ever know that it is in fact true? And so, therefore, I know that I know. No, that it's true. I'm building this justification. I'm building evidence. I believe it to be true. Is it true? I don't know. You know? <laughs> this is funny, man. <laughs> Seems like all you can ever do is keep on gathering the justifications and building up the probability. I'm 98, I'm 99, 99.9, 9, really sure? Hm. I don't know. I worry that it's recursive in some way, and there's no...
1: And so on that story, then, yeah, you just seem, yeah, I guess not committed to, like, I don't, I guess, I would like to say I don't care about this either, but the word, the word no, knowledge, this Mm. long-standing virtue Mm -hmm. that's like this great good to try to possess and understanding and seeking to grasp and to be acquainted with things as they are, I agree that that justification meter can grow, like, more and more research and evidence-gathering. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just... here, Here's, here's what I don't... Appreciate or I don't love about the skeptical position yeah. is that they're saying, Clint, you don't know that you have a son because it's possible that you're a brain in a vat. And I agree that it undermines certainty, mm-hmm. but I don't agree that it undermines knowledge. Me being acquainted with the world as it is and a, a mental alignment. And I'm mm-hmm. um, in epistemic good standing with the way th- the world and I are co- cooperating. Mm-hmm. That's knowledge. And certainty is really cool. Like, there are some things that we can be certain about. I, th- I happen to think.
0: Yeah, like act- mathematical truths and yeah, a, a, a priori stuff.
1: Logical yeah. truths. Yep. That bachelors are unmarried males. Yep. There's a bunch of them. Definitions, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and those are fantastic. But that doesn't exhaust the things that I can know and be rightly related to the world by. The skeptic is trying to, they're doing something non linguistic. I really hmm. have that sense that um, they're not that they're ill willed or something, hmm. but they uh, are convinced that that possibility undermines credence and justification. That no, you don't have good enough reasons to. You're not really aligned with the world as it is, or you, you can't, you can't,
0: you can't claim certainty. That's really the thing. And again, it just goes back to the contextual. I think it's just the way we're using the word. No. Mm. Yeah. Cause I'm with you. Like I'm all for justified belief and I'm all for it being true. That's great. That's a fine. I mean, when I think about how I operate in the world, I have these beliefs. I want them to be justified so that to your point, I'm in accord with reality. Yeah. But I I just have to admit that I'm not certain about things, and I maybe it is the the skeptic just conflating certainty and knowledge like that.
1: Well, and well now just not the contextualism, just this cool garden where there's no problem. Sure. So the skeptic does not agree with that view. Mm-hmm. They would be what's called an invariantist about the definition. That's in, invariant; it doesn't change or contextual. People have talked about this for a while, haven't yeah. they? <laughs> And so the skeptic is an invariantist. Well, like, no, the definition of knowledge or how we, that doesn't change. And in fact, if suddenly in the philosophy classroom, you're worried about knowledge, out goes the other crap that you're doing in that weaker context. Mm -hmm. Like that, the other context where you can just start using no, however you want, uh, has just chosen not to be fettered by these genuine philosophical concerns. Isn't that nice? Actually, you don't know anything at all. Uh, you can use that word, but w- what we're saying about all these different ways that you're ap- you should call into question your apparatus mm-hmm. uh, It makes you disaligned with the world in the way that you thought you were. So you can use your words in different ways. That's how they would respond to the contextualist. So this, the skeptic and what... And I would be called a fallibilist, Mm -hmm. meaning that uh, knowledge, you could be wrong about the things that you know. Um, We both agree that knowledge carries the same definition wherever he goes. Mm. And the different context, particularly like the the philosophy classroom where like encountering a skeptical argument, merely reveals the tough problem. It's not that doesn't like somehow just because there's this other context doesn't preserve what's over here,
0: you know. Mhm. Yeah, I think I got you. Yeah, it
1: just feels like I'm I'm yeah, it, I guess that's the starting place. Like I feel like I'm giving something up. Yeah. to say that I don't know them. Both ordinary knowledge claims and Big important ones about the cosmos or ethics and religion. And I know that I have a dad. I would love for that to be the case. But the skeptic says, no, you might have popped into existence five minutes ago and there are no dads.
0: <laughs> yeah. Could be.
1: It could be. And the question is, does that undermine knowledge?
0: And I say, it depends how you use the word. (laughs) Depends what you mean.
1: If you mean knowledge as certainty, then yes, you do lose knowledge. Yes. If you, that's not what you're saying though, is it? I think so. But if you mean less than that.
0: Then keep using the word. Yeah. I'm just, I all, that's my whole thing is just depends how you use that word. And if you if the skeptic really wants to press me and they're equating knowledge with certainty then yes I will concede some ground that I am not certain about the world being created 5 minutes ago.
1: But but why are you why do you feel like you have to bend to that notion of knowledge?
0: I don't I'm not really worried about giving anything up um to admit that I could be wrong like I'm that I'm not certain that that we're sitting here physically in a room. I'm not I'm not certain about yeah. that. Yeah right, but, right. But I agree it's really with you. probable I really act as if it's true, I believe it's true, I'm justified in that belief. So, yep. I would say I know it colloquially. And then and unless and until somebody quibbles with me on that, I don't need to give anything up. Yeah, I know it. Here I am.
1: But then the, so okay, so mm-hmm. you Sorry. I'm confused now. <laughs> so you so you, you do you, so you are saying you know.
0: I'm saying I use the word two ways, and the word gets used two ways. In different contexts, most people, when they say the word no, no, now I'm getting jammed up. Most people mean I couldn't be wrong about it, right?
1: The contextualist is saying that people use it in different ways depending on the context. Yeah. So in a when I'm presented with the skeptical scenarios, yes. then I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah but normally like b- babe make sure to get milk yeah i know yeah I, I knew that you said that earlier yeah meaning like i i'm not certain but right. like i had really good reason i was like, acting my, on it my memory yeah. works right. uh, i heard you I. I guess that.
0: technically I'm not certain. I'm like 99.9% sure.
1: But we you, I think but I, say I don't I, know want, it. I don't think you want to say that most people mean certainty all the time. No, you, I,
0: as that came out of my mouth I was like yeah. I don't I don't actually think that's true.
1: Like we make that's what that was the ordinary knowledge claim piece. Like yeah. we use that. And that seems to carry some Cuz the, the the argument you know?
0: the example you gave in the restaurant that was good was um do you know that your car is in the parking lot? And my answer was no, I don't. I don't know right. it could have been stolen I really think it is though I believe it's in the parking lot I act as if it's in the parking lot until I'm confronted with evidence that it's not and then I'll adjust
1: or how about this how, let me work it this way from like the JTB like starting from yeah. there again yeah yeah so you just said like you believe it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then the J&T part is uh, like what's your evidence for thinking that that's true The claim. I have might. a
0: memory of parking it and locking it and walking in
1: and maybe I, th- I would say you have some other ones like mm. uh, I've never had my car stolen before. Right. Statistically,
0: car robberies are pretty mm-hmm. slim. Like We're they really don't normally pu- happen in a
1: public place. And
0: yeah. I have high confidence that it's in the parking lot, but I'm not certain. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just really inconsistent in how I use the word. Then, man. You know. Like. Mm-hmm.
1: But I also I want to figure out what I think about this. I mean, mm. I've. For the longest time, I've been a fallibilist, and I do think I know things. Mm-hmm. I do think I know that I know things by the same way that I know
0: to know to know yeah. that you know is that sentence. I think that I know that I know things. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I believe that I know that I know things. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like the the second order knowledge stuff you're bringing up th- for the fallibilist. Uh, it's just yet another thing that I run through the Jtb wh- what's my justification but instead of for some little factoid about the world now it's about my own knowledge mm-hmm. like uh, okay I believe that I know and I you know haven't been uh, let's say I just not, haven't been wrong about these things before mm. depending on what the object is and that I'm um, the first order was about yeah and I have no reason to think that my cognitive apparatus is failing me it's undefeated the the reasons yeah. that i have and so i i know i know that i know
0: and you know that you know that you know right oh, and you can keep running.
1: <laughs> and and i think the know that you know stuff kind of cuts both ways like you might even worry if um on the absolute certainty definition if that does that cut away even more knowledge
0: are you absolutely certain that you're absolutely certain well this is what about? I want <laughs> well this is what I wanted to know is the skeptic is making a claim a knowledge claim right uh, aren't they in their um, assertion like you can't know any everything about the, what is the exact skeptical claim you, they're, well, well
1: they're different let's yeah. see they're
0: either way they're claiming to know something in asserting it about the way the world is and the way humans relate to it and the limits of knowledge there is something strange about something self-defeating strange about it mm-hmm How do you know skepticism is the right way to think about it?
1: The honest, the consistent version. I don't know.
0: I don't know anything, (laughs) damn it.
1: (laughs) It's possible that I'm a brain of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if, yeah, true global skepticism is bizarre. And not that helpful. Like,
0: okay, yeah, maybe helpful.
1: It's interesting. You keep wanting to bring that in—helpful and pragmatics—and does it work? Yeah. It's very Petersonian. Mm-hmm. I remember being frustrated with him during, when he was talking with Sam Harris you about the know, nature
0: of truth. But is it real? And he wants to know. But is it? Does it work? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if it works, then it's real enough.
1: Oh my gosh! What does that mean? And so the thing—the thing that I'm describing when I use the word "no." you're saying yeah I care about that too let's just not get too hung up on the word call it confidence mm-hmm. uh, call it credence or I, I you use the thing pretty sure a couple mm-hmm. times as like a almost a euphemism for how I'm using no yeah but then there's this thing called certainty we both agree that that's a thing it's a very that, high bar and not you barely ever have it yeah yeah
0: um, I think that's how I think about it and then yeah.
1: so ba- so is it tr- are we right in saying that you and I have the same view but I am being more of a stickler like I want to On the call words. it knowledge maybe that that's
0: what yeah when I left that lunch that's the feeling I had it was like I don't really think we disagree here I think we're just using these words differently mm-hmm.
1: and I think where I'm at is I need to just think more about whether like are you giving up something Mm -hmm. valuable Mm -hmm. by relinquishing that word or what are the other implications of that or what's built into it Mm -hmm. um when i knowledge to me is like i'm it's uh, mental achievement I've've ah. I've latched on to the world in the right way that's mm. that's what that word has been used for so long to to mean mm-hmm. like what, the pursuit of knowledge as I go to school and to university, I'm accruing knowledge you're going there to learn to understand and you're, and you're gaining some, something is uh, uh, being built up in you and mm-hmm. it's not purely this continuum of like, well, what's your credence level and evidence? It's like at some point you reach knowledge and you you know things. Mm. And like you've grasped. You've achieved. I, I've got that. Now Now I know it. And I'm ready to deploy that into the world in a way that well, I wasn't
0: before. I don't know if there maybe you're... See, I would say that about understanding. Maybe understanding and knowledge are different. Mm. I guess so. They must yeah. be. I can understand how a set of principles work like that i got it that's like a
1: eureka it
0: clicked like oh i i'd been hearing about how to do this math problem but it finally clicked for me now i get it um whether or not that understanding is um it doesn't yeah i get so tangled up now because i'm second guessing every time i want to use the word no
1: uh
0: i don't know if that's the same thing as knowledge though like Mm -hmm. yeah you really don't want to give up something because i can understand fictions like i can understand um i could understand how a hypothetical model of the world works and it clicks and i got it and i get it and Mm -hmm. uh but it doesn't actually accord with reality or something so i don't know that stuff to be true Mm -hmm. i just i know enough about that system of thought to operate within it yeah I
1: don't know. You know, I I was
0: thinking about this
1: earlier today in the shower. And, like, what's an example I could give to maybe like the religious ones or maybe his son, like even that one? What if I throw this one at him? How (laughs) many do you know how many classes there are in World of Warcraft? And wouldn't you be like just infuriated to claim that someone told you, like, you don't know?
0: You don't know. There might not be such a thing as World of Warcraft. Yeah, like, I do know, though. Okay. But insofar as there is a world with World of Warcraft in it. (laughs) Then there are twelve classes. Would
1: th- would he die on that? <laughs> <laughs> would That finally be the would hill him, that he die.
0: <laughs> no man. Um.
1: I guess it's like that little moniker. No. I, I guess I could be wrong about like the sociology, the history of it, but like that has been used to like refer to that that gaining that acquisition. You're growing in your mental virtue, let's say, and mm-hmm. um, you have something now that you didn't before.
0: Yeah, a body of knowledge. I get it. You want to build up a body of knowledge so that you can interact with the world properly, be properly related to reality. And
1: the skeptic claims to undermine all of that.
0: Which I think I just, maybe I don't take the skeptic very seriously. Like, that's why I'm not so oh. concerned about this, is like, oh. yeah okay yeah there's some people out there who just like but it could all be a dream yeah maybe uh, maybe that's not relevant for me to really think about in terms of but I am here and so I do need to act and I do need a working model of the world whether or not it's a dream I'm in it you know so like let's assume it's real for all intents and purposes here I am let's go let's do this mm-hmm. so I just don't entertain the skeptic's argument I don't dwell on it for that long it's not that interesting to me you yeah. know um the uh-
1: Right. Hmm. Well, now maybe this is where the initial distinction like with the um like you might be a skeptic about ethical knowledge cuz there just are no ethical truths. Like there's the metaphysical debate. Hmm. And that's the kind I'm not trying to get hung up on like are we actually brains and vats. Okay.
0: Yeah. I agree. I don't find it very interesting. And I don't think like, Most yeah.
1: skeptics are that way. Okay. Okay. They're not genuinely worried that we might be brains and vats. Mm-hmm. That's not it. It's that it is possible that that's true. It's the it's the epistemology of it. Yeah. Because it's pot. So they claim because it's possible that that's true. It, it could be true. Yeah. Therefore, you don't know anything.
0: Yeah. That again is just them co-opting a word. That's what that feels like. It's like. Because it's possible that, um
1: I agree that that's the solution to the problem that you guys have. Yes, I Say
0: do it. agree. Say it again.
1: That, that uh, I don't feel the need to let go of the storied tradition of this whole thing we've been talking about of accruing and gaining. I know mm-hmm. just because you have changed the definition yeah, to include absolute certainty. Right, right, right. I don't. I resist that. Mm -hmm. And here's why I don't think we need to include it because of the ambiguity of if hypothetical statements with could in there and where do I put the modal operator? Yeah. Like I, it's like, you're right. I know it. So I'm not wrong, but I could be wrong because the thing that I'm talking about is contingently true.
0: Yes. The chair
1: could be green, but it's actually red and I can see it and I know that it's red. Mm -hmm. But it could actually be green though Mm -hmm. because you you could be all jacked You're all up, messed up, yeah. Yeah. Well, but I'm I don't have good re like you said. Yeah. I've never found a compelling reason to think I'm a brain of that. Yeah. None, so this is the idea. I think we're getting now. We're yeah, getting, yeah, yeah. I feel
0: discovery is happening. The
1: texture <laughs> around me is agreement. <laughs> <laughs> that mere possibility does not undermine justification or credence level. This is help. This is important. Mm-hmm. This is very, very important mm-hmm. because it gets to other areas where let's bring in uh, belief in the resurrection of Jesus. Yep. Um, so, what epistemic work is happening when someone suggests, well, um, I don't know, there was this parasite in that tomb that was especially rapid at eating flesh. Mm-hmm. And they came in, and the body of Jesus disintegrated from parasites, <laughs> like. So, does that mere? I'm sure that's possible. Is it possible? Yeah. Does that the the fact of its possibility undermine any of your other evidence? Like, does it should that mere possibility lower your credence level? And so, I feel find that analogous to the skeptical stuff with brain vats. Does the mere possibility that I'm a brain vat? Uh, bring me from what I thought was knowledge. Now I don't know anymore, actually. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, no, I, I stay the same. I'm at the same credence level. I know. And just because you brought that up doesn't mean I no longer know. Mm-hmm. That's the, I think that's what I'm mostly claiming. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like I need to... Now, what made this all super tricky is that you came to the table... With a, in agreement with the skeptical definition of knowledge mm-hmm. that you've apparently been using, no, to mean I'm absolutely certain.
0: Yeah, so that's We're what it was using it both ways. So that's what was you an interesting
1: case because mm. you are not a skeptic and yet right. you use their definition of no.
0: Right, I had conceded <laughs> <laughs> long ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take the word whatever. Um, yeah, that's interesting, man. Mere, mere possibility lowering your credence level. I'm trying to think if there's a case where that would be appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's
1: why Mir is doing all the work. It's Because an alternative with some evidence is now no longer a mere possibility. Right. So that's like what when, I was going to say. If, so yep. Like they, someone stole the body of Jesus. It, oh,
0: well, that's not just merely possible. I, I it explains st- some of the evidence just like the other explanation of resurrection. Yeah, does. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's something that I... That surely has happened in history. People steal bodies, and yep. there is a motive there. And... But mere possibility, like the brain, the vat, where there's no reason at all to think that that's the case. It's yeah. not a genuine, um, noteworthy alternative to like investigate. Right, right. It's just a pure possibility.
0: Yeah, and there's no investigation to be done. There's right. nothing you could do, uh, Yes. right? Mm-hmm. So... You, no, can't,
1: I, you can't rule it out. Yeah,
0: Yeah. okay. But I'm also not going to take it very seriously. Mm-hmm.
1: And so I don't feel like I need to give up on using the word no in an appropriate way where I can get good enough evidence. And there's a whole discussion to be had in epistemology about what that is. Because mm-hmm. um, I worry too. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, just that whole accruing enough evidence to get enough justification to make a knowledge claim. It's undefeated. Mm-hmm. There aren't, um, you know, undermining evidence that's coming in. Like, oh, it turns out uh, Tony gave you a, a hallucinogenic pill
0: mm-hmm.
1: earlier. Well, okay. Well, upon <laughs> learning that, that, now does I mean, that
0: revises my calculation. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I yeah. feel better about this. Okay. <laughs> I think so. I definitely feel better than I did after that lunch in terms Mm. of understanding the terrain a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm.
1: But just like in... um, I don't know how much we're going to
0: cut out, but probably a lot dear listener has been cut out of this this has been a meandering episode yeah, yeah. so if you've made it this Maybe far, the well first done.
1: bit and then that last bit and there's a ton in the middle yeah, there's goes. a lot in the
0: middle that's probably good, scratching out but
1: just if you're if you're curious about reading more about it um i always recommend like the stanford encyclopedia of philosophy mm. uh, i'm sure there's good youtube videos out there that are more uh show some diagrams and cool arrows and stuff that are pointing out but just here, this podcast is a conversation. Yeah.
0: We're... It's exploratory. We've said this before. It's mm-hmm. not a teaching podcast, it's a learning podcast. So, like, Clint and I are both attempting to learn through conversation. These are the things we think about, and uh, that's why some of it sometimes ends up on the cutting room floor. Actually, I think some of our better episodes end up with stuff on the cutting room floor because you and I are thinking out life, yeah, yeah. and that just takes some time of us, like, sitting there in silence, <laughs> thinking it through, so... Mm-hmm. Hopefully we didn't lose you there. Hopefully you followed along. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: And also, I'm um, uh, similar to uh, in our previous Trinity episode, mm. the role of tradition. Yeah. Uh, in maintaining that doctrine, I too, I I do know that there are a ton of really bright, and most philosophers are think the way that I was trying to articulate mm. the fallibilist view, mm-hmm. and so I'm just I. I was just feeling that pressure to, to like
0: do it justice. Yeah. do because, the justice.
1: Because I know that they all think there's something really important at stake mm-hmm. and it seems odd that it could all be swept away by like, Oh, it's just a word. doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> Oh, they just spent their lives their whole life defending that word.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, sorry to give up the ground so quickly yeah, to yeah. the skeptics. But there, that's why but
1: I like to returning to, okay, what does the word refer to? Yeah. Like you had to pick some word. So this is the word we're going to use. Yeah. No, and there's this thing of accrual and being aligned with the world. and mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right. Well, cool. thanks for listening. Yep. Uh, as always, you can leave a comment. If you're watching on YouTube, chuck on down there. We'll get back to you. You can always write into the show, mailbag at openatruth.com. We'll collect your questions and comments and uh, do a mailbag episode here in a bit. And thanks for listening. Thanks yep. for watching. Thanks for hanging out Take with us. Take it easy. All right. We'll see you. Bye. Stay curious you <laughs>